candy girl. <laughs> and you got me. <laughs> Sugar. Aw, oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. <laughs> and you got me rocking you. I'm Lena. I'm Brent. And this is Sex Archie. Didn't think of something to say. A Riverdale recap podcast. That's right. And uh, this episode we're going to talk about right here is chapter 18, When a Stranger Calls. Uh-huh. Written by Aaron Allen and directed by Ellen Pressman. Probably. Hopefully. Wikipedia was wrong last week. Yeah, so we're issuing a, a correction. The, the previous episode was directed by Jason Stone. Wikipedia lied. So there. Yeah. So tonight's episode. It was a it's a heavy one. <gasps> yeah. Things were very dark and serious. Lots of mood lighting. But like to a greater degree. Like Yeah. Oh man. Uh the episode starts later that night. Immediately. We don't even get an intro or outro narration no. this week. We just go right into that same phone the, call. The phone call that that she got from the hood and and we we hear the conversation yeah and, and she asked betty asked the hood if he was there tonight and he was mm-hmm. uh and that he is uh well i say he is pretty bulky looking dude you can so i assume you can do all kinds of things with but technology these days who knows well, no, I'm not going oh, with voice. Oh, I was voice. talking about the voice. I was going with voice. I was going with, like, the hood that we've seen. Yes. That, like... Is a very stocky, rectangular silhouette. Yes. I don't want to assume. I yeah. shouldn't assume. So the hood. Anyways, the hood says that they are uh, trying to, to set Riverdale on a righteous path. Yeah. No sin. Brings up people like Betty's sister, Polly. I know all about the sin she carries in her womb. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Uh, and, and that... If- we're, we're trying not to make any assumptions about the identity of the hood. Meanwhile, the hood is, is, is talking about people's womb contents. So they, they are not affording the same understanding <sighs> that we're trying to bring to the plate here. Uh, well, we do know Polly has a womb. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not going to talk about what's all up in there. Twins! That's not my place to speak. <laughs> the hood says that could carve her like a pumpkin. Yeah. Unless Betty does what they want. It's a seasonal reference. I'm down with it. Alice comes in and is automatically like, oh, you're talking to Jughead, right? It's late. You shouldn't be talking to him. And he's bad. And Southside's bad. And she blah, begins blah, blah. Alice Coopering all over the place. Yes. The next morning mm-hmm. at the Andrews household, Archie sa- tells his dad that he wrote a letter that Weatherby wanted apologizing and posted a new video apologizing. So the red circle is truly buried. And and Fred's all like, good, I've been missing my son. <laughs> it's all like, bah. Oh, good dad. Betty text calls archie to, she does to walk because she's a teenager yes, to to walk to to her to school yeah and she tells him about the phone call yes which she's not supposed to tell anyone about but she tells archie she has a, a habit of confiding in one person at a time yes 
Uh, on a rotating basis, yeah. Kevin had his turn, and now it's Archie. To- and she's all like, you know, like, you, we live next to each other, so it won't be suspicious if we walk to school together. Yeah, because, you know, uh, we go to the same school that starts at the same time. Frankly, I would expect them to walk to school together daily. <laughs> y- yeah, yeah. And and he's all like, I'm not going to let you go through this alone once he finds out what's going on. O- over at the, the Lodge household reading paper about the South Side problem that yeah. alice wrote alice coopering yep cranking it up uh, to 11 you know the lodges want to like profit from their their south side development and not actually help the people mm-hmm. not that alice would give a shit because she hates the south side so i don't really yeah. understand solving our problems by lining them up and having them shot one by one <laughs> yeah so so then we find out they're they're hosting an event Mm-hmm. Uh, for this this development, and they're, they're broke again. They're broke again, <laughs> apparently. Uh, so so a bunch of wealthy people are coming, including the Sinclairs or Saint Clairs. The Saint Clairs. Saint Clairs. You know, Veronica's all excited because it's like an old friend of hers is yeah. their son, old and Nikki. then then her mom's basically like, "Well, you know, Veronica, you can like." Use your womanly charms on your friend and seduce him for us so he can get his family's money. Without saying it so directly, but that's what was implied. She has said it more directly before. This was yes. this was downright subtle of her. Jughead goes to the serpents and is all like, Dilton got stabbed by you guys? What's happening? No, Dilton totally stabbed himself. Yeah. And then the rumbles explained, no, like, your friends did this, and here's what happened. And it's payback time, and they have drawings for a pipe bomb. (laughs) And they plan to blow up the Riverdale Register. I don't understand why you would bomb the Register when you just leave Hal and Alice to their own devices. One brick at a time, they'll tear it apart themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just be patient. I feel like there's other things they could bomb that would probably be better. Like City Hall, just try it. (laughs) We are not endorsing people bombing City Hall, let's just put that out there. But in a fictional world of Riverdale, it makes sense for the characters. Yeah, I'm endorsing bombing City Hall. I mean, like, don't go bomb your own City Hall, please. It depends on your city. Me. We're going to get on, like, a, a watch list between what you said last week and this week. <laughs> then at least our numbers will go up. <laughs> Joke is all like, you know, let me go talk to them. And they're like, no, all you do is talk. You got to stand with us. Mm-hmm. You can't be half a serpent. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, you can be. You'd just be dead. Uh, so so Jughead's like, well, damn it. Archie started World War Three, of course. Tony explains that FP was the one, like, keeping the peace. So, mm-hmm. like, stupid heads, like, like Sweet, Sweet Pea and everyone else don't, like, go bomb places. Because apparently the new, like, guiding force of the serpents is a 16-year-old pretty boy. Of the young ones, at least. Yeah. Of the young high schoolers. It's Sweet I'm not, Pea. I'm not seeing any of the adult serpents disagreeing with him. No, but they're not involved in the pipe bomb planning <laughs> at the high school. We go to school, and Veronica's talking all about... Nick to Kevin mm-hmm. and Archie and Betty and she's like, "Don't be jelly, Archiekins." Don't be jelly. Don't just be a, jelly. Just a ghost from my bad girl past. <laughs> just be some peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll just go together, real nice. We'll smush together. Smush. You can cut my cross off anytime. Yeah. I don't know what that would mean. That's not. I don't know. 
want to know. I don't want to know what that is. Mm. I'm a goober grape. What? (laughs) You don't know about goober grape? I know about Gilbert grape. (laughs) No, that's that's that glass jar that would have peanut butter and jelly in it swirled together. Oh, that stuff was disgusting looking. I never ate it because I don't want jelly. But that stuff looked nasty. Oh, I had that all the time as a kid. Really? I loved it. Like, was it even good peanut butter or jelly? I don't remember. I just know that it was cool. Uh, No, you need Jif Extra Crunchy by itself. Nothing else. Well, now I'm feeling like Jughead two-thirds of the way through the episode. Yeah. We'll get there. Jughead is at the trailer, and he looks at his jacket. And then he's at the bar wearing the jacket. Yeah. And and he's like, I'm over being being half a serpent, and I want to stand with you. Let me in the club, let guys. Me, let me in, please. And I and promise I'll be cool. Tallboy's like, well, we'll see if you survive the initiation. Bum bum bum. Betty's uh phone. Rings to her new. It is a new ringtone. She assigned that ringtone because when it rang in the last episode, it didn't have that. Ba-dum-bum-bum. So she assigns it to the hood. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. There was like the Sears. Well, not home because it was like an hour away. But the Sears we went to when I was growing up had like this free jukebox on like the second <laughs> story. <laughs> And I would always play Lollipop and Rockin' Robin. Yeah. Every time. I had to play both those songs. We could not leave the area until I had the jukebox play both those songs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. If you knew that a serial killer was, uh, was calling you some sort of crazed, purity-minded maniac, what song would you assign their, their number in your phone? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think of a good one. Jughead would have a noise from uh, uh, Kill Bill, obviously. Okay. Archie would have one of his own songs just so somebody would <laughs> have to listen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what would Veronica have? Well, Veronica would not set a, like, dedicated number because she doesn't bend to anyone else's whims. Yeah. It would be the same ringtone as anybody else who called Veronica. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I know what I'd have. What's that? X-Files theme. <laughs> I don't know why it took me so long to think of that. That's totally what I would have. <laughs> what would you have? Psycho killer. I'd have that song. Okay. Yeah. Run, run, run away. You know that song, right? No. Okay. <laughs> At least not how you're singing it. I don't know it. Great. Who's it by? Oh, uh, The Talking Heads. Oh. Psycho Killer by The Talking Heads. Okay. Who would Kev- what song would Kevin have? Kevin would uh, have it set to like a really old time sounding phone, just like a, a bell from a rotary phone. <laughs> like one of the creepy ones that goes off in a hallway in like a horror movie? Yes. One of those phones where it's like the earpiece is separate and you yeah. have to speak into the wall? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would be like that, that ring. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Back to the episode? Sure. Okay. So so the, the Black Hood calls. Uh-huh. 
It's like your parents are at work and I'm looking at them. And your mother is a thorn in both of our sides. So check your email and publish this thing I sent you. Uh, While he's on speaker, Archie's in the room for Archie's this. there. Yeah. Archie's there. And she's like, well, fine, but I, I want something in return. And he says that oh. next, if she does it, next time she can ask him a question. Quid pro quo, Clarice. And, and what he sent is a scan of the newspaper yeah. from when Alice was a teenager that said, like, Southside Serpent Arrested. Out on bail. Yeah. Yeah. Mugshot of her. What? 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 And, of course, the entire town reads the high school newspaper. Of course. Obviously. Then, it's like, my favorite thing. <laughs> Jughead gets, like, shocked awake in his bed, and standing around his bed is all the serpents in, like, the worst serpent masks I've ever seen. At this point, we realize that the serpents are not a real biker gang. <laughs> they are a LARP society. <laughs> they're, pre- they're doing what they think biker gangs do. <laughs> and they're like, your initiation begins with the guardianship of the beast. And then Hot Dog jumps on the back. And Jughead has to take care of Hot Dog. And I'm so excited. And apparently it's their third Hot Dog, so it's Hot Dog the third. Just like he is Forsyth Pendleton Jones the third. I might cry tears of happiness over this. (laughs) All I've wanted is them together. So that's test one of the initiation. He has to dog sit. Cutest dog. While people in awful Halloween masks break into his house and then leave immediately. <laughs> the the lodges welcome the Sinclair or St. Clair's. Nick is definitely a vampire. <laughs> He's got a bit of a Jasper Cullen about him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Little staring off, a little oddly focused on things. And uh yeah, they're they're up at the five seasons there in Riverdale. Darling, what is the fifth season? I know, I know the like regular construction, four. construction season. <laughs> yeah, you have fall, winter, spring, summer, and construction. So there's no like, there's no monsoon season in Riverdale. No, oh, I'm wrong. Syrup season. Syrup season. It's syrup season. Excuse me. How did I get that fucking wrong? The the five seasons are syrup season, wabbit season, duck season, <laughs> deer season. <laughs> and and Vishtash. Vishtash. Yes. Betty's all like, "Oh, we can't. I, I can't publish this. I'm not going to publish it. I can't do it." And then uh, the sheriff is at their house and is all like, "The handwriting doesn't match other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's probably like a, a copycat, copycat or something." And Alice is like, "Or maybe it's someone trying to act out and like tries to blame Betty for." Making it up and that it's her and her yeah. serpent boyfriend. She and Jughead were so bored one day, they came up with all this nonsense just for the thrill of pulling a fire alarm. Yeah. So, I mean, I would. So then. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. Well, Archie's working out his bicep. <laughs> I love this. Intensely. Betty gets in touch that we are publishing it. And then he goes back to. Working out his biceps. <laughs> Uh, so Jughead is practicing reciting the serpent laws to Tony. Yeah, because you know what what biker gangs love? Cramming for exams. It's their favorite. (laughs) First you gotta dog sit, 
Now you gotta cram for an exam. She she questions like, well, why did you change? Like, why yeah. are you doing this? And she's really trying to like make sure that this is what he wants because yeah. you know there's a point of no return here, J Man. And he's like, you know, I, I you said that my dad was keeping people in line, and and someone needs to step up so a, a war doesn't erupt and it's mm-hmm. gonna be me. And yeah, so then then we cut to the bar. Where tall boy, tall boy is screaming in his face, like law one, law two, and he's just screaming back. I love that the the final law is that in unity there is strength, and then they all chant, "In unity there is strength." At least one of their laws is attributed to Aesop of fable fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, "Well, you know the laws." So next is the trial. And there is a snake sitting in a... A A big glass case. Big glass case on the pool table. A terrarium, one might say. And it has a knife in it. And Jughead has to stick his hand in there. And it's a rattlesnake. And get the knife. The terrarium has a knife in it. The snake does not have a knife inside it. No, it's just like... Yet? Just around. (laughs) Because if he had to go into the snake, that would be so hardcore. So we don't we don't see him actually do it, but Jughead apparently does stick his hand in, gets the knife, and gets bit by the rattlesnake. Yeah. Uh, who who apparently is not poisonous. They they devenomed it. Devenomed. Uh, Took out the glands. And he's almost a serpent. This close. And Tony calls him Juggy. These things come in threes, and so does Tony, or yeah. or so I'm told. It, it was scraped into the paint of a of a, a stall in the men's room. But she comes in threes. Yes, like, and for a good time. If you call. say like Tony Topaz in the mirror three times, she'll just be there. Yeah, that's what it might that's, have meant. I'm not really sure. <laughs> that's what I think it meant. So at at Pops, Alice comes in to get some takeout. And uh, Pop's like, I don't judge you, Alice. It was years ago. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, here's the blue and gold. Everyone reads the school paper. You should read it right on the cover. There's your mugshot. <laughs> and the, the whole restaurant is staring at her. Yep. And they're doing really good business today. Good yeah, job. yeah. Uh, so then back at the Coopers, Betty's getting ripped into about, like, who gave this to you? And, mm-hmm. and she's just like, well, maybe, like, one of the thousands of serpents you insulted. Yeah. And Alice tries to say this is, like, revenge from, like, Betty. No. Justice! And she flourishes her cape and disappears <laughs> into the shadows. At Veronica's, Veronica and Nick and Archie are there mm-hmm. uh, hanging out. And Ar- Nick pulls out drugs yeah and veronica's like no uh and then tries to offer it to big red (laughs) who says no uh and they're they're just having a a very awkward time hanging out see they they still have big red in town but ever since jason died there's no more double mint (laughs) (laughs) who's the juicy fruit kevin kevin (laughs) why did you ask if you're not gonna like the answer gonna be it <laughs> who did you think who's the double bubble i think skeet elrich is is my hubba bubba i'm not sure who's the bazooka <laughs> the black hood obviously okay it's a murder weapon uh i was gonna say dilton oh yeah yeah dilton, dilton. yeah he he fashioned his own spearmint in the woods <laughs> <laughs> okay who's the grape gum 
Uh, That's like Betty, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, she would go for like grape. Until that time it got caught in her hair and then never again. Never again. No. And like Jughead's the one that goes for like the cola flavored gum. We're just writing BuzzFeed quizzes tonight. (laughs) What is this? What is this episode? Wonderful. Hey, BuzzFeed, call us. I might be on an FBI watch list. (laughs) So uh, Betty gets another lollipop, lollipop, oh, lolly, lolly. (laughs) Or as we call them in the real world, phone calls. Phone calls. She got another phone call. And he's like, how does it feel knocking your mother down? And and she she has a question for him. And would the face under the hood be one she recognizes? Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, it is. You already know it's somebody who's at your speech, and this town only has a certain number of people. It's all like, I don't like sharing with others, so you have to cut them out, or I will, and you need to cut out Veronica. Or I will cut out her various body parts. Subtext. Mmm. So then Betty's at Pops, and Jughead shows up, and apparently he, he asked her to come meet him. They, they smooch. Oh, it's and very sweet. They, they, this whole scene. Oh, they miss each other. They're not spending nearly enough time together. There are clearly secrets afoot, too mm-hmm. many secrets in Bughead land. Neither one's talking about what they've been up to. And it's like stuff where, like, you know, he, he's like, oh, I want to make sure you're okay after that you weren't murdered. And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, the, the picture of your mother. like, yes. uh-huh. and, and she's all like, what happened to your hand? Oh, I'm dog sitting. Like, all these secrets. And then they're just both so silent and they're sad because they miss each other. And, and they just, just want to like, run away together. Like, I wish we could just go, just leave Riverdale, be Romeo and Juliet, but live. <laughs> It's a good addendum, yes. I'm glad you actually did the reading for English class. That scene, that scene. They don't spend nearly enough time together. Oh. We're never going to get that sex scene that people on Twitter are constantly begging for. I might be one of them. (laughs) Nick uh, is having a a party Mm -hmm. uh, at his hotel. And invites the Pussycats and Veronica. And Cheryl. And Cheryl. Invites herself. Yeah. And uh, at this point, I noticed that Kevin's entire job in this episode is just to look at people. He has some great looks. I'm not saying he, he does a poor job. He does a fantastic job. But that's, that's, that's basically it. Kevin looks at people fantastically. Yes. Archie sees Betty going by. He runs out to try to talk to her about, like, if the hood calls again, called again, she lies and says no. Yeah. Um, but then she gets invited to the party. And at the party, Nick just, like, opens up his coat like a flasher dude. Uh, and is all like, good things on sale, jingle, jingle, who's up? Yeah, I mean, we, we know from that his last scene that Veronica enjoys a bit of the nose candy. So now she's going to actual candy. And he, everyone's like, no, no. And then he ends up like guilting Veronica into doing it, the drugs, because she's supposed to be showing him a good time and entertaining him. And then like everyone else joins in. He's just starting to dangle like, yeah, I have the financial future of your entire family in my hands. Get high with me, V. So she joins and and Cheryl and Kevin. Kevin is so down. He is so down. All the pussycats are like, we're in. Hell yes. Betty's no, Archie was originally like, no, but then when, like, Nick's like, oh, Veronica, maybe we should go to the bedroom so we, like, don't traumatize these children, Archie's like, He keeps calling them country mice. Yes. 
the country mice. He only has so many metaphors at his disposal. He can't, he's got to go back yeah. to the well. So then everyone's partying and <laughs> Betty's just watching. And I will say, like, there is an amazing clip of Kevin's dancing. Kevin's dancing he's, is incredible. It's like robot with, like, grumpy cat going on. Veronica's, sorry, Cheryl is in the same shot doing her own sit dancing. That's yeah. great. Yeah. But every time they cut to Betty just staring at people having fun, like, I feel you. <laughs> I've been there. I know. Ex- like, ex- they, they weren't all doing fake TV drugs, but, like, I get it. Because <laughs> you've been to so many drug-fueled parties. I've been to so many parties where everyone's talking to each other and no one to me. <laughs> and I just wonder why I'm here. Because you're dating, you were dating me. And you had to go with me. A few, but I'm thinking of a lot more that didn't have you in them. Parties did you go to without me? <laughs> you weren't <laughs> old enough to go to parties before we met. By whose rules? Uh, also, you weren't the partying type. Uh, Patreon subscribers, you will get the bonus cast where we talk all about my party history. But <laughs> for everyone else's sake, we need to move on. No, the, we, the, but before this, the best part is when... Uh, um. Nick St. Clair is is trying to insist people join his, his drug-induced haze and saying, I won't take no for an answer. And the whole time I'm thinking, I bet you don't. <laughs> Man, that's, that's not a nice thing to say to this group of young women you have power over. Uh. Veronica tries to get, like, Betty to, like, join them again. And then she starts ripping into Veronica. Betty does. Yes, about how she is only hanging out with them because of the circumstances going on. And she's. As soon as somebody from her old life shows up, it's all just laugh at the yokels. And, and, and using them to, like, occupy the time. And that. She never changed one bit. No matter what she says, it's all lies. Can't trust a thing. Her dad hires murder men. <laughs> And Veronica's all like, stop. And she's like, what? You're going to put your, have your daddy put a hit out on me? You're just a bad person. And she ends up leaving. And and people are very upset. Kevin, I wrote Kevin's face. Because apparently he had a really good face. He, Kevin gives good face. Madonna said so. So then back at the trailer, Tony comes by to warn Jughead about uh, the, the final trial bum, bum, uh, bum. if he's having like second thoughts and if, if you join you got to be willing to die for us and like your north side friends are going to be gone and just know what you're getting into back after the party ended nick and veronica are hanging out mm-hmm. and uh he he starts like hitting on her and she's like no like i'm with archie sorry you got the wrong idea and then he he Goes at her and she slaps him right in the face. Yeah, and then he like threatens her with show me or no, she doesn't slap her yet. She doesn't slap yet because he's like show me some appreciation or like the deal goes away. He like straight up says this and then yeah. she like slaps the shit out of him right leaves. in the face. Yeah, Betty is sitting alone on a dark park bench the in the sp- middle of a dirt road. The spookiest bus stop. And then lollipop, lollipop, <laughs> oh lollipop. Like, it's either that or Totoro walks up. That's, those are the <laughs> those only are options. Those are the only options. Only options. <laughs> and her question to him is, what will make you stop? And he says, you. As long as you show me your devotion, I won't kill anyone. And... Jughead is not worthy of your love. 
You need to cut him out or I will. Bum, bum, bum. Ah! So Archie goes to meet Betty in the paper office. Yep. And she's like, I lied. He called. I had to cut Veronica out. And now I have to cut Jughead out. I have to do this because he's not killing anyone as long as I do it. I need you to go tell Jughead that he needs to stay away from me. She's weeping the whole time. She's weeping. It's incredible. I cannot deal. I cannot. I can't do this again. Like, if we do a season two rewatch, I I have to skip this one. Because I cannot deal with a whole episode of Betty crying. My heart is too weak. Yeah. I'm not going to sleep tonight. So, so Archie agrees at the Lodge's event is happening. Fred's there, not very wanting to be. Hal's there to write a story about it. Alice shows up in what I call the J-Lo Grammy <laughs> romper because it reminds me of that green J-Lo outfit from the Grammys like it's, years ago, yeah. but it's a romper mm-hmm. with the like cape and then a snake necklace. I I wrote it down as one of Cheryl's cast-offs. I thought it was going to be Cheryl at first, <laughs> but, uh, but she's got her own number. And she tells Cal to shove it. Yeah. She comes in just... <laughs> <laughs> Nick apologizes to Veronica and says that he's been in and out of rehab and she does this like look to her parents and then decides to like oh we'll start over all's forgiven Cheryl shows up so what's going on with Archie he shows up at Jughead's trailer mm-hmm. and Jughead's like now's not a good time you gotta leave you gotta leave I'm, just go can't you see I'm in my 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 white tank top That that's that means it's business time yeah sleeves Let's talk. No sleeves, no sleeves, no talk. No talk. And then the serpents show up. And, and Archie, like, freaks out. With, like, are you joining them? They attacked me. Well, no, Archie. You, like, kind of attacked them, too. It was mutual to There was attacking. a date and time arranged. You had a rumble. You attacked each other. <laughs> there was a Facebook <laughs> event, Archie. This was not... So then after he's, like, mad about all that... And then he just goes right into, yeah. you need to stay away from Betty. Like, the the plan was to like let him down easy and say something that they could walk back later when there's no murder danger. Afoot. Yeah. Archie doesn't stick to the plan. No, Archie just like rips Jughead's heart to shreds and Jughead doesn't want to believe it. He doesn't think that Betty would like send someone else to like do something like this. Not just Jughead's heart. Mm. And And that he just saw her and like... Things were fine, and Archie says you know, she she's been wanting to do it for weeks since she joined the dark side. Why don't you call her and tell her you're a serpent and see what she has to say about that? And if they were just arranging more milkshake time together, he would still be indignant, but all the time they're spending apart, all the stuff he's hearing from Sweet Pea and Tony, mm-hmm. and well, not Tony, Tony's great, but <laughs> just time stuck in his own head. He he eventually is is swayed. Well, and I feel like like if it would have been Archie's original plan of like what he was supposed to say, Jughead wouldn't have been swayed, but because of like all the tearing into him about what he's become. Yeah. Like I think he's hearing Alice in every word. Yeah. And that he like if if Archie's this swayed, what's Betty gonna think? She I'm already dead to her as soon as, uh, like, I'm two-thirds of the way through the initiation. <laughs> yeah. So, he's just like, tell Betty I got the message, and Archie leaves, and, like, the serpents are laughing, and he's pissed at them. <laughs> 
So then back at the event, Mm -hmm. uh, Cheryl's talking to Nick, and he drugs her drink right before he hands it to her. A drink. Immediately. Immediately, and hands it to Cheryl, and she downs it. You know, the champagne that they hand out to high schoolers. That that drink. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that there's some sort of town ordinance that, like, took the the drinking age off the books. I don't know. Sheriff Keller, what laws are you enforcing? Hiram makes an announcement about how, you know, this this new development is going to be a new, it's the beginning of a new story for the South Side. The South Side would be gone or replaced with Eden. Luxury apartments. And a golf course. And shopping. Golf courses are the worst thing for civic development, first of all. Anytime someone says a golf course, I'm like, Also, judge. environmentally, they, they waste so much water. Yeah. There's Pro- enough of them out there. Property taxes, it's it's all a scam. Full-on gentrification <laughs> shit. Uh, so the Pussycats and... And Ver- that's why you should bomb your city hall. That watch list is totally <laughs> fucking happening! So the Pussycats and Veronica perform at the event, and they perform out tonight... From rent! From rent! It's like a week or two ago, we had this sort of awkwardly shoehorned Hamilton reference... But it's like the one pop culture thing that's like generationally appropriate. So I really dug it. Yeah. These people weren't alive. They they were not living in America at the end of the millennium. No. <laughs> but it's, it's not like there's a but, big hit revival I mean, of Rent. Is is Rent not popular with high schoolers anymore? I mean, like Rent is not popular with not, high schoolers anymore. Because like that was like my high school experience. Was rent. Being over rent is pretty popular with high schoolers right now. That's what we had. That's what we lived by. Now it's just Hamilton, isn't it? (laughs) It's just Hamilton. Yeah. But, like, it can't be Hamilton for very long because, like, the kindergartners know Hamilton now. Yeah. So, like, once the kindergartners start dabbing, the high schoolers stop. No, the the high schoolers are all about, uh, the theater kids at least, are uh, the, the Evan Gardner, that show. Evan Gardner? That's, is that what it's called? Dear Evan Hansen? Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm not in high school. What do I know? <laughs> what is, is that about a gardener named Evan? <laughs> I'm going to look that up and make sure I didn't say something awful. They're singing the song, which I have to say, they released like the music video of them singing the song where it's just them singing. Yeah. And I watched it the other day the and whole- I was like, this is pretty bleh. <laughs> oh man, what they did with it in this episode. <laughs> Because what that video shows is just footage of them singing and other, like, B-roll mostly of yes. the event. Yes. Not how uh-uh. it's used in the episode uh-uh. at all. Oh, okay. Because it is, again, three scenes in one. That, that is how we do musical oh. numbers on this show. <gasps> so good. So good. Well, I guess let's, should we keep it, like, together? Okay. Okay. They are singing the song. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, we see Cheryl getting tipsier and tipsier and yeah. led away by uh, Nick. Nick St. Clair. And we'll rejoin that scene at the end. It's three okay. and a half scenes, yeah. I guess. There's the half. Um, Jughead is at his initiation, standing the gauntlet, standing there with this like aisleway with just serpents lining the way outside in the mist. Mm-hmm. And he, and if you grew up in suburbia and your parents were afraid of gangs, you know what's coming next. <laughs> I'm surprised his initiation didn't require him to drive with his headlights off on the highway on the wrong way, and then track down and kill the first person to flash their lights at him. Or perhaps put used needles in the, like, uh, change thing on a payphone. Yeah. Oh, but there's no payphones anymore, so they had to replace that one. So so Jughead starts walking down 
and this is all cut up between other stuff, and just starts getting punched and wailed on Everybody by all gets a the shot. serpents. And uh, he makes it to the end eventually, and the last one in line is Sweet Pea. And Sweet Pea brought the brass knuckles to the party. And by this point, he's already... Well, oh, he's, he's sexy bloody. He's bloody, he's been punched everywhere, and Sweet Pea just like nails into his face, right and he in the drops temple. to the ground, blood spools out of his mouth. Oh, but he got that sexy blood. And we'll pause right there with that for now. Betty is Betty's crying. Betty's sitting, yeah, crying, sitting in her picture window when, of course, the phone rings. The, the pussycats and Veronica are rescuing Cheryl. They, like, bust into the room. Mm-hmm. While their own singing is playing, we, we've uh, gone beyond diegesis entirely. They, they rip Nick away from Cheryl, who was going to date rape her. Yep. Yep. Uh, and Veronica just like punches and punches and punches him and then he Josie thrown to the ground. runs to like comfort, like try to wake up Cheryl as the three other girls just as he falls around just punch and kick and beat him until he's unconscious. He's getting a lot worse than Jughead. Then Jughead stands up Blood dripping out of his mouth, mm-hmm. shakes Sweet Pea's hand and has handed his serpent jacket. Yeah. What I want to know is, what were all the serpents doing at his place between scenes, between bright daylight and the the, the dark of night? <laughs> Did they have a barbecue when the sun went down, just waiting? Okay, so, Veronica, or Betty was crying, but the phone call didn't come yet, because the okay. phone call comes at the end That's as they right. hand him the jacket, and then lollipop, lolly. Yes. It was like the best overlay. It's the best. And the Hood asks if it's done, if if she, you know, split with Jughead, mm-hmm. uh, and she's like, I have a question. He's like, I know what it is. You're at, you want to know who I am. So there's this abandoned house, and you need to go to this go abandoned to the, house. To house. And she does, and she's like looking around with her flashlight, and then her phone rings again. And he's like, do you see it? And there, there's this box with a ribbon tied, and he's like... But it's too early for the Christmas episode. Yeah. The answer's in there. And she opens it, and it's a hood. And he tells <gasps> her, put it on. <sighs> put it on, and, and you will see. And turn around. And she turns around, and she has the hood on. And she's looking into a mirror, and he's like, we are the same. And I wanted to explain that in the most literal way possible. And then she, she she runs from the house, and as she's walking down the road, she gets a call from Archie, who's like, you need to come, something bad happened to Cheryl. Archie's all, like, ready to go, like, beat the shit out of Nick. We, we're way ahead of you, Arch. And it's, Cheryl's it's like, the pussycats did it for already, I'm good. But Sh- Cheryl's all like, I want to I wanna press charges, mm-hmm. I want her to burn in hell. Um, Which is something the courts cannot do, but I digress. Yeah, yeah. Jughead is is at his trailer with Tony, mm-hmm. and he has a serpent tattoo. They work fast. It's a long night of initiation. They're like, if you're already in pain, might as well give you a tattoo, too. Now, dude, we're supposed to clean up the blood off our needles from stabbing people. The chair, though, this is new. I don't <laughs> know how we're supposed to handle this. And Tony's like, you're going to have a hard time hiding that from Betty. He's like, that's a non-issue now. And Tony leans in and kisses him. They get smoochy. I have very mixed feelings about this. Yeah. Yeah. So then Betty's home. Lollipop, lollipop. <laughs> that happens again. And he's like, we have unfinished business. Uh, he knows that she told Archie. 
Ah, so he is loose. And Polly will pay for you telling him. Uh, and the only way to save her is by Betty giving him the name of someone else with sin. <laughs> uh, or he's like, or I will kill her. I'll kill your parents. I'll kill Jughead. I will kill everyone you yeah. love. And she's like, Nick St. Clair, staying at the Five Seasons. He's like, I told you we were the same. <laughs> End of episode. <gasps> Other noises. <laughs> Other noises. <laughs> Don't confuse the dog. <laughs> So, yeah. darling, what'd you think of the episode? Oh, my God! I thought this one was fantastic. This is one of the best episodes. It's so dark and creepy, but in a much more real way than you expect it to be. Yeah. Like, I was very uncomfortable with, like, how close Cheryl was to actually being raped. Yeah. I was almost certain, like, oh, oh, they're actually, oh, shit, how I... Don't know how well they're going to handle this. And then also really surprised at how far they took the vigilante beating. Yeah. <laughs> well, between all that and then like just the, like the breakdown of Betty through this whole mm. episode. But being entirely true to Betty because when someone is in need, she's there for them. She's taking care of everybody and acting like her, her outburst that, that rent the group apart did not happen. Because yeah. that's not important right now. Yeah. The the fact that she's always trying to protect people and still, like, have, a, like, a certain appearance. That appearance that, like, you know, things are supposed to be perfect or fine. Mm-hmm. And then Jughead just going through, like, hell to, like, try to, like, stop anyone from getting hurt. He's, he's trying to protect his friends yeah. and his family. Everybody is acting independently, which is the problem. Mm-hmm. Because they're all acting alone with what little information and perspective they have for the benefit of the group. Yeah. If they would just be a dang group, they could they could do some mutually supportive things. And this, I mean, this episode moved just as fast as every other episode, but because, I think it's because everything, the stakes were so high with everything. Yes. It was okay. Yeah. I don't think it could have moved slower in way for some of that stuff <laughs> because I would have been yeah, like yeah. torturous. Yeah. So that's uh, one story to talk about. Let's talk about another. Let's digest the digest. Okay. So today we are looking at uh, Betty and Veronica in Dare to Bear, uh, which is uh, a story from 1982 by Frank Doyle, Dan DiCarlo, Rudy Lepic, and Bill Yoshida. It's one of Cheryl Blossom's first appearances. Yes, which I didn't. Like, I, I I know this story. Like, the story's popped up in so many digests over the years. I did yeah. not ever realize that it was from 1982. But anyway, so this this comic is uh, takes place at the beach. Beach party! Uh, Veronica's talking about uh, her swimsuit and how her father thinks it's too daring, talking to Betty. And Cheryl shows up uh, with this, like, vest on, life vest or something, <laughs> I don't know. Or Veronica asks Cheryl, like, oh, do you think it's too daring? And she's like daring compared to what and like rips off her vest and shows this like as a cowboy explodes in the background <laughs> yes cowboy does explode to show a, a very skimpy bikini it's the skimpiest they could possibly get away with yes it seems to get smaller as she gets bigger in the frame like yes it was literally as small as they could draw <laughs> it as by like the line weight uh and they're like oh my gosh you could get arrested in that and she's like oh, 
Riverdale's just so stuck up. You know, south of France, it'd be topless beaches. And uh, she's like, well, someone's got to, you know, start them here. And Mm -hmm. acts like she's going to take off her top. uh, And then, like, goes to a different part of the beach. And then Jason shows up. Mm -hmm. It's a complete sleaze bag. My God. (laughs) I'm glad he's dead. I'd rather take you in hand, baby. What the <laughs> fuck, Jason? And so they're talking about how, like, Cheryl is is outrageous. And um, Jason starts talking about, like, his, his, how the beach has too many rules. And, mm-hmm. and he teaches them his uh, cola can trick because he can't drink beer. So you take an old cola can and you wrap it around your beer can and no one knows. But then, like, the beach rangers... <laughs> <laughs> are watching and uh arrest him and another one like has cheryl wrapped up in a towel because she was showing boobs yeah you're not allowed to do that on the beach and uh they're just like i I can't figure those two out they're so such a puzzle as they're (laughs) escorted yeah off the grounds and that's 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 the story that's the story that's dare to be bare yeah if this if you were to Riverdaleify this dare to be bear. How how would you do that? Well, the I think the big stumbling block is Jason's dead. Yes, we we have to work around that. Uh, yes. <laughs> so the question is: Is Cheryl doing both things, or does she have a new accomplice? If you're gonna go that route of like having someone else, it would be Cheryl and Reggie. Uh, so yeah, okay, I'll take your suggestion. Cheryl and Reggie go to the beach. Yeah. Cheryl is not. Wearing a, a shockingly small swimsuit, Cheryl is uh, just covered in blood. Okay. No one knows why or whose blood it is. She's not answering questions. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Reggie, he's not doing the cola can trick because you could not get away with that on TV. This is actually something <laughs> that goes farther than I'm pretty sure Riverdale could do, actually advising people how to drink in public. <laughs> You know what you can use? Sunscreen bottles. <laughs> Saw that at a concert. <laughs> yeah, that was... Whew. All those people were turning purple. They needed real sunscreen, not alcohol and sunscreen bottles. But no, what the story's really about is not uh, troublemaking. It's about uh, Betty's prudish impulses. Ah. Uh. Betty has to uh, realize... That she is becoming her mother, and she has to walk that line of, you know, is she being the innocent girl next door because that's who she is, or because she's upholding the the expectations placed upon her? Mm -hmm. We never find out what happened with the blood. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, my my rendition. Mm Mm-hmm. We are not at this beach that we see in this, which looks like it's along the coast. We we are at like Sweetwater River Beach. Naturally. Betty and Veronica are there and uh, they're very self-absorbed into their own swimsuits at this point talking mm-hmm. about stuff. We and will then, eventually get to the summer in this show. And then Season they, four, it's summer. They see Cheryl mm-hmm. sitting alone on the beach in a bathing suit made out of white fabric. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> And they're a little concerned. <laughs> <laughs> they go to to talk to Cheryl, and they realize that the bathing suit isn't a real bathing suit. It's it's like shredded white shirt material. It's one of JJ's old shirts. Oh no! That that she like tore into a bathing suit, mm-hmm. and Cheryl's like muttering to herself uh, about 
mm-hmm. like last summer on at the beach because this is like a year later but this yeah, is like in like june okay this is like june 4th not july 4th. got 11 months yeah from the beginning and, and about how you know they were they they were there together enjoying the beach and, and next to her she she has a six-pack mm-hmm. she has the beer and she has the empty pop cans and she's ripping them apart with her hands just bleeding she's like this was jj's favorite thing to do (laughs) he always made the the disguises for our beer and her hands are just bleeding oh no as she sits there in his shirt as a bathing suit reminiscing about their time together and the things they did what happens after that i don't know oh you you, (laughs) but you got me beat on this one that was way better than mine yeah i think i'm really good at this (laughs) hey riverdale if you run out of ideas call me just listen to the the digest the digest segments (laughs) listen to predictions for sure because it proves that we understand story structure yeah speaking of uh our predictions Uh Let's make some, why don't we? Why don't we make some? All right, number one. Giving the name of Nick St. Clair does not count. Oh, sure, he'll be killed or roughed up or something. But uh, the Black Hood will always make an excuse. In this case, he's an outsider. He doesn't count as purging Riverdale. He's not from here. Oh, yeah. There will always be something to keep Betty locked in this cycle. You know how she gets out? Dark Betty comes to the rescue. Oh, she! It, it's like split. Her her dissociative identity protects her. Yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty good. I like that. That mostly good movie that still has some bad implications. M Night Shyamalan, what the hell do you expect? Yeah, all right. <laughs> mostly good, and then uh. Yeah, but those were uh because of like. Poor storytelling. This is uh because of like implications for mental health yes, issues. Yes. It's uh mm. yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I'm still holding to other theories about the Black Hood. Mm-hmm. But I did question today. What what if what if it's Alice? We got a, a listener wrote in and asked, "What if it's Alice? What if I, we have the wrong Cooper?" I was I was really starting to feel this based on like okay. Alice said that she got rid of all those things, all yeah. those copies of the paper. And I was like, okay, except one that she kept, and she's using this to throw it off the trail that's her. Right. And that's why she's also accusing Betty so much of, of faking this stuff. And why she knows so much about Betty, or, or why, why the hood knows so much about uh-huh. Betty, and the, the whole need to separate Betty from these people in her life that Alice also does not approve uh-huh. of. There we go. Uh-huh. I'm almost wondering if maybe it's both her parents, because it's mm-hmm. Hal in the hood, but it's Alice manipulating everything, doing the phone calls, leading the way. Two handwritings. Yeah. 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 This is what I'm thinking now. Okay. Uh, so that's, I guess, that's my prediction. Okay. We, we know there is a Sabrina show in the works. Yes. But tonight we saw the dawn of a new spinoff, where the pussycats solve crimes very violently. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> Better vigilantes than Archie. Just every week they get a, a tip that a, that a woman is being abused or harassed, and they deliver bloody justice. I could get behind this. Yeah. Like, a lot. Th- they'll have to adopt secret identities, you know. Yeah. And they will write songs about kicking men's teeth in. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it'll be so, great. So look for that, 2018. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I predict that Jughead will keep Hot Dog forever. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the only shining light of hope. Or or they're like, okay, we'll take him back now. And Jughead's like, no, no, he, no, I can't. He's my dog now. You want to initiate somebody else? Fine, get a fourth hot dog. This is my hot this dog. This is my hot dog. Alice's necklace. Yeah. Oh. That was a sign of where she's going next. In the future, we will see Alice rejoin the serpents because you're always a serpent. Wow. We learned that in the laws. Yeah. And Alice and Jughead will vie for leadership of the Southside Serpents. Yes, there will be a power struggle between oh, Jughead and Alice Cooper. That's that's good. I like that. Well, I think in the short term, there will automatically be a power struggle between Jughead and another serpent. Mm-hmm. Or at least Sweet Pea in the high school serpents. Yeah, uh, what's up with that bomb? Yeah, what the hell? I predict... Many attention between him and others once Archie remembers to tell everyone that he's now a serpent. Yeah. Uh, Cheryl is going to get her cult in the woods organized. Mm-hmm. Or, or is, is going to go to the cult in the woods. A coven, you might say. The coven. They, they are going to do a lot of voodoo mm-hmm. against uh, Nick St. Clair. And then they're, they're also, for your spinoff, mm-hmm. she, she's going to be... Uh, Helping the pussycats by, like, creating, like, voodoo that, like, gives them even extra strength. Ah, they they will channel the spirit of the wild cats. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck people up. Josie's, like, a a lion and Valerie's a tiger and Melody is whatever cat never talks. She sang in that one song. (laughs) She, She sang in the song that I think they edited out. In this episode, but in the music video, she did get to sing, but I don't think she actually did in the episode. Because I think that was like a flash to something else. Yeah. What the hell? It's time to look at what we know is going to happen. Our next episode, next week, uh, is called Death Proof. Death Proof is a 2007 film. It was part of that Grindhouse double feature, the the Tarantino-directed half. It's about Kurt Russell killing young women with his stunt car. Oh! Yeah. It's good. That's good? It's a good, it's a well-made movie. I mean, it's not a, he's not the hero. He's the bad guy. Okay, good. (laughs) I thought maybe that was like, let's follow this person killing all these people. I mean, yeah, but in the same way you follow, like, Freddy Krueger killing all these people. He's the bad guy. But it just, there was nothing about, like, a hero or someone, like, stopping it, so. Well, spoilers. There is a connection to Rent in that as well. What? But it, it's a cast connection. Who? Rosario Dawson, who sings oh! that. Uh, ooh, yeah, there you go. Right. So, full triangle. It's not enough things for a circle. So, the trailer. We know Riverdale becomes a police state. Uh, at least by Jughead's characterization. Yes. We, Where Skeet they start, comes back. Skeet comes back. Not like out of jail, but he's... He's in jail. He's on the phone giving advice. There, there are fights over, like, territory. Yeah. Uh, there are classic drag racing happening. With classic cars. Mrs. Blossom wants the lodges to handle things discreetly. Keep things out of the courts. Yes. She's gonna have him killed. That's what's gonna happen. Uh, that's, that's what we know. I don't know. I think she's probably going to disbelieve her own daughter's story 
and try to sweep it under the rug and like pay Nick St. Clair off because every parent in this town is awful and doesn't listen to their kids. Yeah, Mrs. Blossom would do that. Yeah. Bonus prediction. There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I guess next week we're looking at a, a Fallout episode. We're looking at a lot of people's reactions. A lot of people finding out what's happening. Maybe something like Chapter 13, but in a less closure way. Yeah, not closure. Uh, not going to be closure. But in the, yeah, we've had a lot of shakeups. It's time to look at what got shook. Yeah. And who got shook. Or maybe they're just fooling us and 10,000 new things will happen. Uh, I, I think a combo, a combination of I, them. Yeah, yeah. So join us then. Yeah. And in the meantime, it'd be great if you gave us a rating and review on uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, etc. You can also tell your friends. Uh, word of mouth is a great way to spread the word about us and to get other people watching Riverdale or listening to us or just interested in Archie comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no. also, don't arrest me. Please. Please. Please don't please, arrest me. Please don't arrest him. I kind of like him. He's pretty cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hey, uh, the holidays are coming, and I know a place where you should definitely do some shopping. Oh, you do? If you like handmade knit goods sewn goods or or custom fabric work oh where's that uh that's etsy.com slash mad fuzz uh, etsy.com slash shop slash mad fuzz that's the one yeah you can just search can etsy just... mad fuzz yeah that works yeah. well uh but yes that is my etsy shop and i have handmade items on there i'm also open to commissions so if you're interested in any presents for people upcoming soon or even in the future if hit me you, up yeah if, if you know somebody who would love a needle felted donut or if you know someone who would really, really like a Jughead hat and you don't want to buy the crappy one from Hot Topic, <laughs> hit me up. Mine's good. It's real good. It is. So I'm Elena. I'm Grant. And from us here at Sex Archie. Guardianship of the Beast. Sugar. Ah, oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. And you got me rocking you. Break it down with your Sugar. Please.